Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I am Devin Jordan. I am with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We're here to talk about the Challenge USA episode one. If you'd like to become a patron and get one bonus episode per week, you can go to patreon.com slash the Challenge Chronicles and subscribe for $4 a month. We'll leave a link in the description below. You can hear all of our recaps on All Stars. And with that, let's get it going. Rob, if you had to predict what my impression of this episode is, what, how I feel about what we've seen so far of the Challenge USA, what would your prediction be? Good question. Largely positive? I thought it was very good. I would have I said okay. that as well. Like This is miles better than anything we saw in Spies, Lies, and Allies. I think the the cast is without question better than what they produce on the main show. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't even it. think it's comparable. It's Well, I mean this has only been one episode, so we'll have to see how things progress. But certainly in terms of just like pr- producing gameplay, knowing what's going on, like it, it's been we'll, we'll see if these Love Island jamokes just turn into complete cannon fodder. I mean they... but I, I think with the way they've set it up, they'll actually kinda of prevent that from happening too. Yeah. I think they learned a lesson a lot. You're on mute, my friend. Devin, I can't hear you. There we go. All right, now we're back. There are two issues that I had with the episode. Well, I guess there are two issues with the format. I think, Rob, you and I will have the same issue. One of the issues will be we will both have. The other one we can talk about later. But what else was I going to talk about? Okay, we can talk about that now. One of the issues that I have... So what, what do we think about the twist, right? What do we think about the idea the algorithm? that... Yeah, what, how, how do we... So I'm the only person who perceive that playing out. Because everyone else hates it so far. I'm actually fine my, my, with it. My, my thing is, the whole issue with Spies and Allies was that, oh, that, you know, it's so easy for them to manipulate it, whether it would be a rookie to throw in every time. But if it's randomly generated, which actually means there's a producer who's manipulating the things behind the scenes, then that, that, I mean, that should theoretically prevent that from happening a lot of the time. It'll make it so you'll have... They're all rookies, it seems like though. Could, well, but also, it, could, it seemed like there could have been a steamroll where maybe the Survivor and Big Brother players have more of a, a tether between them than the Amazing Grace and Love Island people do. So I, I think we could have seen a scenario where the Love Islanders are always paired up with Love Islanders, and then they're always in one of them on the bottom that they can throw in. But if you had this algorithm, there's a lot of times where Love Islanders could match up with good players and win. There might not always be a Love Island Love Island pair for them to throw in. I think that just throws a lot of wrenches into the mix there. I don't know. There were only so many Love Island teams in here to begin with, right? Because there how many Love Island people, people? I think. Three or four. Yeah. Right? So it's not well, like there were only that many. many. No, there's, there's more than three or there's four. There's more than that? There. Amazing if Race there were has six. three. We need to have that. We need to have that cast list up because I'll, I'll clearly, if you didn't watch the draft last week, I had the wrong one pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Being all <laughs> you, you, even if Rob, even if there there are six, right? That's only three teams that they would be able to throw in, right? So I don't, I don't know how there could potentially be a steamroll here and how all of this can. Well, run I mean, away. maybe not much of a steamroll, but I think it does having that be not able to be manipulated by players and for their own benefit. I think that could produce some good results. I think having yeah. that be. Just having that be changed up consistently is a good idea. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Like, I don't know how it's going to play out. Like, that's the thing. As of right now, I'm I'm curious to see where this goes with the algorithm, and I have no problem with it. If it sinks one of the best players in the game because of just sheer bad luck, then I think that could be a problem. But as long as we don't have, like, sure. Tyson gets paired up with the worst girl – 
they come in last place, they go in elimination, and it's something like a hall brawl or a pole wrestle. And so Tyson wins his, his chick loses hers, TJ flips a coin, it comes up women, she loses again, Tyson goes home, even though it's not really his fault. That's the kind of shit that I worry could happen. That, to me, is the worst-case scenario. Every other scenario, I think we're good. Yeah, so I remember my two... my I have two larger issues with the episode, one smaller one. One of them was potentially the twist, right? I don't know how this will play out. I think it will be different, difficult for them to have a narrative that continues throughout the course of the season with partners as they change every single week. I think that kind of makes it more difficult to tell a story. At least that's my hunch. I could be proven wrong. And so it'll be... It'll be interesting to see how that plays out, right? The other issue was... We've said it a, a million times... Or I've said it a million times before. That mission could have been 80% as long... Or 80% shorter than it actually was. I actually didn't yeah. think it was too much of an issue in this specific circumstance... Because I didn't know who so many of the people were, and it gave me the opportunity to at least learn in a little bit more close way who they are, mm-hmm. right? Because they yeah. each got a chance, chance to introduce themselves, talk a little bit, and we got to see in some isolated, minute fashion how they performed in a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least what they perceived their own strengths to be. Yeah, and next week is going to be our episodes. This was just a 90-minute premiere so as long as this is a one-time thing where they show that much of the challenge every week, I'll give it a mulligan. Now, if we get to next week, and it's also s- probably 60% of the episode is the challenge, then I'm going to probably have an issue with that. <laughs> so for now, we're Rob, good. Now that, now that we're one week into the Challenge USA, would you say that Tyson would have been the closest competitor to ct on spies lies and allies no i think fessy would be ahead of him in terms of just overall competitive ability if i he think was on tyson's a, season, a way better the, the political proba- player the probability to win the game we're not talking i'm just talking about if, uh, if these people are on a season who is most likely to win the game where would you I'd put him relative to the other are, people that are were on we the season looking at that in the context of the cast makeup, like if Tyson just inserted onto the cast, or are we looking at it in a general sense? Meaning, like, if they general just show up sense. on a random piece yes. in a general, general sense. sense. Okay. I might still might give Fessy a slight lean. I just think his size is such an advantage, and I, I know he's somewhat underperformed in the finals he's been in, but I, I think he's taking some meaningful steps to correct that. So I, I would have a slight lean to Fessy amongst the rest of that cast, and there are some of those rookies who I would have some promise in. Um, like your Kells or uh, people of that nature that we just didn't get the chance to show it. But, I mean, he'd certainly be way up there. He'd be, he'd be better than a lot of those jabronis <laughs> that they bring on every season. Yeah. There were, I, I think that's one of my big takeaways from this episode is that there are so many people on this season that my initial... Too competent. Yeah, right? They seem like they know what they're, they're doing and they seem like they're good characters, which is something that we have not had for many seasons on the main show. Yeah. Yep. I think this is the difference between Smackers and actual reality game players there is a big big well, big chasm difference here the strange thing though is these shows like love island or big brother always get criticized for casting smackers i mean it's love island you would think that they're all smack yeah but here's the thing they went and played a cutthroat game in america now there are some of the international cast members of the challenge of the last couple seasons that have been on other reality shows and some of them were quite good like esther was entertaining 
There was a few other people like Kells who was entertaining and could have been more competitive had other things played out differently. But for the most part, a lot of those cast members, have, like, it just hasn't been a good translation of, like, certain things. Whereas these people have actually played these cutthroat political games. Survivor and Big Brother, sure, there are some smacked or castings. But these people know how to be political and make some noise on TV, which is good. What is the premise of Love Island? Is this a show where people go home and there's a winner? Yeah, there's winners. It's like the couple that lasts. They the all couple and up, and then there's some episodes where the guys like each pick a woman, and then the guy gets launched, and then the girls each pick a. There's this. It's, so it's something of that nature. It's a relationship-based show, but then there is a winner at the end. I I honestly thought the people from Love Island. My initial takeaway is that I thought they seemed like they could be enjoyable to have as castmates. I think Shannon is dynamite. Yes. Right. I think she's kind of what production hopes a lot of new female players that they bring on the main show mm-hmm. would potentially be like. But she's actually it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I think she's she's exceptional. I think this people might get. You guys are probably going to stone me for this one. She gave me Paula 2.0 vibes. Not from I mean, necessarily a, a competitive standpoint, but from just the way she was, oh, I'm not sure I want yeah, to be Tracy's here. Definitely hurting oh, I, I want to be here now. Like, those kinds of things. It felt like a I lot mean, but like, like that, that type of flakiness is present in a lot of cast members. I, I, Paula, to me, is a very... Like, when I think of Paula, I think of, like, biting confessionals and then flip-flopping alliances. I mean, she had some good confessionals, too. I can't, there was one that was pretty funny. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Tyson had Tyson, the opening one of the season was awesome, where he says, I never felt closer to God than uh, lying and cheating on national TV <laughs> and being handed a million-dollar check by a corporation. Yes. Well, and then he had the other incredible confessional where he had the conversation with Kyland and Aza about who they wanted to go into elimination against. And in the confessional, he goes... I don't really care who it is. Get them all the fuck out of here, you know? And so <laughs> that was the moment when I remembered that they could drop the F-bomb because it's on Paramount+. Plus. Well, that was what was shocking. So oh, I watched, watched it on Plus CBS. I watched, the C- and they, I watched the CBS. They version. showed that exact confessional, but they blurred out his mouth and they, you know, kind of blurbed it out. And then somebody posted on Discord that it was uncensored on Paramount+. Plus. I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to watch it on Paramount+. Plus from here out. I'm not going to waste my time with CBS. Dude. So that was the thing. I texted you guys about this last night. Who is watching that live? It it premiered at nine thirty Pacific time. Do they just not care if people? I I had people on the West Coast watch it. On. No, no, no. I, I people. You have to remember, Devin. There's a lot of people have a very late oriented schedule. Whether eating dinner at like ten p.m. I'm, I well, I know a lot of these people. Well, and, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure there's some people that do it, but I, I think those people are few and far between. People that are those in their desired demographic do that. I don't I mean, know. The Trace, was, get, get after him here. They have a three-hour... I'm, I'm speaking from experience. Who is a Generation Z among You're talking about... Us? Rob, Who you're talking us? about people that you know. So the people that you yeah, know I may know. more likely to be do this, but that's not the general audience that they're trying see, to... I'm, I'm going to shoot... I know that encompass a general, a Gen Z... 25 and under demographic. I'm going to shoot your argument to hell here, Devin. So, do you remember... You probably don't. Do you remember what the number one show on television was from, like, 94 to 97? That was 20 years ago! It was a little show called ER on NBC. No one's even watching shit live anyway! Back then, they were. I'm, and it was I'm talking about today! Yesterday! Okay, fair, alright? But what I'm trying to tell you is, is, like, 
it there is a precedent for shows in later time slots to do well. Big Brother had a 90-minute premiere. The Challenge had a 90-minute premiere. Next week, it will it? start airing at 9 p.m. East or Pacific time. So it will be there next week. Uh, trust me, Devin. There are plenty of people in my age demographic are ha- having the TV on, barely paying attention. To what percent? That's what very percentage? Much what percentage? Uh, we we theoretically could know the answer to this if they release the ratings, right? What percentage of the total audience for Challenge USA do you think make up that demographic? That's a good question. I would well, say demo, this, this is so gonna, like this is going to. We'll, we'll see, like eighteen to thirty. If it's like eighteen sure. to thirty, why not? Um, not God, enough. It's CBS. CBS this... is known as the, the 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 older demographic, right? Well, they're trying the... to expand. Yeah, good fucking luck. Well, I mean, that casting these Love Island people. I think, I think it's, it's just for horny twenty-seven-year-olds. I think it pretty much comes down to Paramount Plus. I think this is largely probably a Paramount Plus play. I think that they they probably see this as a cash cow. They probably do. But I had friends who I know. I don't think I've ever watched the show on MTV before, but know that I covered the challenge. Who texted me last night saying I did not know the challenge was on cable. Okay. And so do you think they're watching the full episode live, or do you think that they're going to watch it at some other point later on? I don't know that they're doing either, to be honest. I just know that it, they were around the TV, and it caught their attention now. My, my, my belief is that if you are someone who... And, and this excludes live te- live sports, live sporting events. This excludes that. But if you're someone who sits down in front of a TV when an episode airs live, you sit and you watch it all the way through with co- commercials, you're a fucking sociopath. The That's problem is, is, is that a lot of How can anyone do that? People want a live tweet I think you speak for a very stuff. niche group. Yeah, huh? people want a live tweet. This is a very live tweetable show. Yeah, I would sure. have a bachelor, bachelor viewing party with my friends. And they would insist we watch it at exactly 8 p.m. so they can follow the show on social media. Yeah, that is a big thing with Rob's generation. I like, think it's stupid, think but that's people me. Are attracting? You know, that's his generation. Who do you think these Love Island people are attracting, but, Kevin? Okay. They're attracting like 75-year-olds? So get this, all right? Probably. The initial... Yeah. The in- <laughs> I mean, very weird one, yeah. But like, the desire demographic is not a geriatric thing. The non-DVR numbers are out. Okay, I want you to guess. Okay. All right, what the uh, percentage demo of the show was eighteen to forty nine. Eighteen to forty nine. That's that, enormous. That's <laughs> like I don't know, like sixty percent, seventy percent. I don't know, forty percent. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, but basically, so sixty. So think about that, Rob. That's crazy. So sixty percent of the people are, the other are older than forty nine years old, what or younger than eighteen as well. I can see younger. I don't know if they can track that legally, right? Well, they can through the Nielsen no, stuff. Rob's a Nielsen family. They can't. Oh, no, because, no, like, that. legally. Legally. I'm not kidding. Okay, sorry. Legally, you're Rob not... is not. He is not. His grandmother Wait, is. You guys are going to get me fired from all my jobs by doing this show publicly now. <laughs> I swear. I'm not going to have okay. any more income. This is gonna I, I, have an update. I have an update for the story. Uh, my oh, friends no. are. We'll, we'll come back to that later. We'll come back to that later. But anyway, the total rating. Okay, get this, though, okay? The challenge's best rating in the last few years was like 1.3 million viewers. This show did 3 million viewers live. Yeah, which like is pretty good. Sleep. It did you know. pretty well. Yeah, because it's on. It's, it's not on, on network a, a TV. Cable. Yeah, but that's still a great number. That's more than people watch the challenge live, even on cable. I mean, How I does... know there's other streaming platforms you can watch it on, but oh, on no. strictly yeah. on the extrapolation, they're estimating 3 million people watched it live, and that does not include the it... DVR numbers. 
How does that compare to Big Brother? What did Big Brother do right before it? That's a good, good question. question. Um, did someone send these out in Discord, or how did you get these? Uh, this is just me Googling. Them All right. Let, let's continue to talk while Trace looks up the numbers more. Did you have Rob, any other significant takeaways in terms of strong competitor? I think Angela looks great, right? I think she could be on the main show, too. I'm a big fan of yeah, hers. Just I think one a lot of these in. people could. Like, I think Xavier or Kyle and Beasley could be on the main show. I agree. They're both very good. Who was your who, I mean, are, who was someone that you were surprised by coming in that you didn't know anything about and were impressed by their outlook? And we may we I think um, we just named three of them, but who who is someone yeah. that you just really I mean, you I may had, have had, had like background on Xavier? I had enough background on the cookout people to know that they would be a significant presence coming on the show. And it's hard to say because we just had the one mission that wasn't super like. It wasn't like we got to see a significant amount of physical performance on that. Um, I mean, Trace's guy, James, I, the one thing that did bother me about what they did is that they showed his politics in a flashback. We didn't actually see it live. That did upset yeah. me. But he, he clearly knew, knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I told he's, you he was someone else on that guy. Yeah, he's someone else that I, I was about to bring up to you. I was very impressed with him. They need to, like, cut the shit with the flashbacks. They just don't do a good job with I hate them. it. I yeah. Like it, it, it. Honestly, I get what they're trying it, to do. They're just not very good at it. The the flashback they like to do because they can show. I mean, I feel like they could just accomplish the same thing in a flat with a flashback, just a montage. Because what they're trying to do is show that he had like four different conversations, but show and it's the same time period. They don't want to show the full, like the full length of all four. But doing it in the flashback, like it was just an odd transition where you have him saying he's going to go talk to people, and then we cut right to the elimination. We don't actually go see him talk to people. Like, that was strange to me then when you get the story of how he got out of being voted in until he already got out of voted, being voted in so so something else re- that, that I got- here let me let me let me say this real quick and then we'll come back to that something else that i feel like is a really big missed opportunity from a production perspective that if they are of the belief that they want to do this twist right that they want to change partners every single week i think it's a big missed opportunity to not draw the partners at the end of the episode because if you draw the partners at the end of the episode that gives the opportunity for the audience to speculate throughout the entire course of the next week. Oh, what's going to happen? This person's paired right. with this person. How does how does that yeah. play with the rest of the house? Who's going to be in jeopardy of going home next week? Yeah, it and, gives them a confessional to run at the end of the episode too, where there's one or two pairs that don't like each other at all. So then they they can have a little spiel at the end. That, that that would make sense to me. They could do that going forward. Correct, right? And it would be super easy for them to do. But if you are of the school of thought that you want to do this twist, I, I think that would help help make it a little bit better. All right, Trace, what are the numbers? All right, Big Brother did 3.7 million viewers, so they only lost 700,000 out of that, which is really good. They had a 0.8 demo rating compared to the Challenges 0.4, but the Challenges rating was 18% higher than Love Island was last season. Wow. I mean... Well, who... Let's hope. What was the share? More people watch Love Island than the people who watch Love Island are not our no. viewer base. It's sad as it is to say. We have not captured that audience yet. Maybe I should do the short short list from now on. The we'll affluent white female online. audience is not our demographic, probably. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. I don't know if that's the audience of Love Island. I think the audience I don't know. Like, I feel like. like... Uh, dude, I, some Island's of my like wife's friends, man, they watch all those shows, man. They're the people watching like Cardassians and keep up. Or that, that's Star Trek. Cardassians. 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 Kardash- Kardashians. You, you didn't even follow the Cardassians. You should know that one. 
the Cardassian. Uh, I did watch the OJ trial miniseries. That was good with Cuba. That was pretty good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that is a super respectable rating for episode one. The real key will be how much do they lose next week? Because they are going to lose viewers next week. It is inevitable. How many is the question? If they only drop ten percent, it's a success. The challenge should be a really easy show for them to market. I know from talking yeah. to friends who watch Big Brother or Survivor and don't watch the challenge, and I ask them what they enjoy the most. Half the time, they say the competitions. I'm like, if you enjoy those shows for the competitions, you're watching the wrong show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it just it, to me that should be such an easy transition. But it's just that it's available to them. It's easy. It's why people go to Burger King because it's right in front of them instead of making the burger at home. Not wrong. Talking about people that we were impressed with, I was impressed with the fact that Kylan said he prepared for the season in a very extensive way. He said he watched the last 10 seasons of the show. He said he trained Tends a lot. quite a bit. And so I'm interested to see how that helps him progress. Something else that we should probably talk about we coming into this, we were unsure what this show would be like, what the format would be like, how familiar would it be to the main show. At this point, it's pretty much indiscernible. It's exactly the same. There's well, nothing it's a that's even different. Of it, I would say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a better so far, version. It's much more well-formatted <laughs> so far. There's no random skulls twist. There's no uh, well, they kind of well, do Rob, with the money thing. What's the but what's I know you both you and I aren't going to like it, and it, this was pretty minor because of how much. How much this factors in it's like a slight a slight effect on the bank account but it's the fact that if you go into elimination you get money that goes to your bank account to help you make the final i don't the i think that there should give money to people for winning the mission i i don't like it but i always hate when they reward people for winning the elimination than not the mission when the mission's much more difficult to win you should at, at least at least at this point the mission is worth five times as much as the elimination. Well, no, it could potentially the elimination be way more. That, that, the elimination is worth as much as your opponent. I know well, that's what I mean. That's why I said it could be worth way more. So for right now, it's not great, but it will be as the season goes on, hopefully, unless Tyson wins everything. And it's also, I mean, if you just win one mission, then it seems like you're clean. I don't know because it doesn't seem like you can get lose money other any other way than getting eliminated. I, mean, you, I, I don't like it again, but at the very, it seems like it's not as. It certainly seems like so far it's not as bad as your previous in cracking. Yeah, I I will say that... before we move on. Sorry, before we move on, I want to say something no, about this going. too, though. I like that it incentivizes you to win a mission the way this is formatted. If you win a mission, you are now eligible for a final, and if you don't. You can't come in last place either because there's huge repercussions. You're going straight to elimination that way too. So it also behooves you to keep playing hard so that you're not in last place. And especially on these you-go-I-go type missions, you have to give it your all. You can't sandbag it. Correct. There there are consequences for losing. Mm-hmm. You, you, need to, you need to not lose if you do not want to go into elimination. To this point, it seems like the format is not fundamentally broken, right? They have come up mm-hmm. with something that will allow them to at least not have to deal with the format, causing them issues throughout the entire course of the season. Will that lower the season? So my issue, I guess, at this point is 
will changing the partners every single week will that lower the ceiling of what they could do from a storytelling perspective and i guess make make it too choppy that's my only fear at this point in time uh, i mean i think it just becomes like an individual season at that point like i mean we see seasons like 30 30 or free agents that are very successful without having any successful partners and they switch to pairs or teams all the time so i think that's just the mode this falls in at that point yeah, and I like that yeah. it's a you can't be with the same person twice until you've been with everybody else and we cycle back through. So, like, let, let, let's let make it so that it's not, hey, Tyson and Angela dominated the first challenge. They can't be together the second challenge. But, hey, week three, they're back as partners again because you just can't do it twice in a row. Like, I like that you're going to have to cycle through. But I am I worried the- that that is, like I said earlier, going to eliminate somebody good if it's just a bad set of circumstances. Like, it's it's rough. I guess the issue, the, the difference between those individual seasons and this season is that you are paired with someone at certain points in time, right? So you are, for what it seems like, for the foreseeable future, your fate will be tied with someone else. And there are situations in Dirty 30 and Free Agents where you have a partner or you're on a team or something like that. Um, I, I suppose in Elimination it's a little bit different. It's almost like All-Stars blind, actually, in that respect, where you're picking your partner, but they did have for a while where you were paired together in Eliminations. Hmm. You know that there was some production meeting where they were trying to think about the format for this season and someone was like, I got it. We just change them every single week. Cycle them through. And everyone was like, yeah, that's I, a great idea. I really idea. don't think this is going to be that bad. I, I, I really think it's like... Because I, I, I enjoy I, having co-ed pairs. I, I think that just... Helps yeah, that, that's great. I agree. Because it's yeah, just I think like co-ed... from a storytelling perspective, we Tyson now is talking about the woman's side of the house, Angela's talking about the male side of the house. Like they're they're both involved, whereas usually those are just two separate games running at the same time. So I, yeah, but we're I, talking I, about th- th- those are two separate issues, right? I think co-ed pairs are great for every single reason that you. Well, just but made. how would you want them to structure this? Would you want it to be like a, a allies or rivals season where they were all paired with somebody from a pre- like their previous show? I mean, that would affect. No, I just want them to. I want them to pick their pairs and just stick with them. The pairs that they had this episode just continue throughout the course of the season. That's what I want. Like, I don't think there would be any reason. I don't for... think that's what they want to go for, though. Why? It's called because parody. Because it's supposed to be some tournament. Forced parody. It's going to be some turn. Yeah, it is parody. But it's also this is going to be like this big tournament. I think they want to tighten the individual aspect of it. I don't think they want you to just be tied down based on your pick on the first day. I, I, don't, th- I don't think that came into their... I don't think that came into their thought process at all when deciding the format for this season. That this wants to, this needs to be a tournament aspect, so they want to make this really fair. They have never thought about what's fair. That that's never what crosses their. Yeah, mind. I mean, this is, but again, this is a completely different production uh, that is behind this. I mean, there's obviously well, no, no. stop. There are similar, similar forces behind it, but there, I mean, it is different. Stop. It's not the same the thing. two main executive producers are still the executive producers. I still think it's the same people that come up with the challenge games. The difference here is if you watch the credits, the person who cast this show is not the person who cast All Stars and did not cast the current flagship show the current person currently casting the flagship show is the person that we probably need to be getting our pitchforks out for the most i mean everyone already does i don't know that we need to still that fire anymore what's your name again i I don't i don't know if we need a sky topic something yeah i don't don't want to get into that is that who it is regardless this was this was yeah that's a a who did the casting for this screeners some name i mean like i I don't think they're at this point. I don't think they're giving them to us, Rob. Although, did you hear the funny story about Tyson? How he got cast? 
So apparently, well, I guess someone, they got a weird and I Instagram DM. Right? Basically, yeah, like he got a weird Instagram message from a producer, and he like went to his agent and was like, "What the hell is this? Is this for real? Is this how they do this?" <laughs> Literally got a DM that was apparently yeah. really poor grammar about being on the show. I think it's too like we all know these people all have agents. Why don't they just run through that? That was the my point exactly. Like. It couldn't. It wasn't the same person, but sounds like some intern was given the task of reaching out to people instead of like doing. Like, this, how like, many a people real on thing. this show do you think don't have some an affiliation with some type of agency? I have no idea. Very few, because I know like all the Survivor people have one that are on the show. The Love Island people definitely do. The Love Island people, the Amazing Race people, don't. Maybe one of them did. Leo, I don't know if but I can the others sure. did. They would be the ones who would have the least. They would definitely be the ones who have the least chance at that. That's like, because that's be the one show, except when they do stunt casting, is mostly just regular people. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if all of these people have some type of affiliation with an agent or agency, even if it's, like, extremely loose, right? Yeah. Where yeah. they're in a Rolodex, and if they happen to match a certain criteria for something that someone's looking for someone for, they give them a call. Mm-hmm. But for a number of these list, people... Or... Yeah, right. For a number of these people, I don't think that there's someone out there actively looking for work for them. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, to me, too, how these characters are portrayed going forward. Because I do think there is a pretty clear, there is, I don't know about a clear ranking, but there is very much so, um, like, there's just some of these people who are much bigger names than the other ones. Uh, like, like I, the cookout people are all going to be very big presences on this show. Tyson's obviously a big presence. Sarah's a big presence. Uh, I, I'm curious as to how they're going to, like, are those just going to be the focal points of the show, we think, throughout the entirety, or are they going to try to spotlight some of the lesser-known characters? I think it depends on how long they stick around. Like, if they're not going to be there for a while, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of them, you know? Like, I really don't. I think you're going to see the people they paid the most money to come on. So that leads me to believe that you're going to get a lot of Tyson. You're going to get a lot of Sarah. You're going to get a lot of those and the cookout people because it probably costs a little bit more money to get them to do the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I, I wonder if all the rest of these seasons are going to have the same format. Who knows? I guess we'll find out later. I I would be, I would be really surprised if it is the same format, but I mean, if it's a tournament for it to be quote unquote fair, they should, but this they is don't Peter give a Murray shit about talking that. about. This is TV. <laughs> this is a TV show. This isn't a game. Well, but I mean, I, I Th- this isn't a sport. They pick one format that works and then use it for all of them. I mostly, I think, as most of these shows all have the same format season by season, the challenge is the only one you wanna, that switches it up consistently. You want to put money on that? You want to put money on no, it? No, they're going to have the same format. Okay, because I think that's crazy. There's no way, dude. Because they want to give some variety for people that will watch all of these different seasons because they know that that demographic is out there, people that are really into the challenge, I mean, and sure. if there's anything challenge-affiliated, they're going to watch it. My, my thing is, I'm sure they'll have some minor alterations between different forums, but I wouldn't be that surprised if the overall theme is um, pretty consistent because most of these shows don't change up as much as the challenge this season by season. Like, how much does the format of The Amazing Race or Big Brother change season by season? Occasionally, have, like, race, captains or teams. Basically, never. And then, like, Big Brother will have, like, captains or teams, like, at the beginning or something. But, I mean, there's definitely no, like, oh, this might be a team season of Big Brother where we're going to have six people win at the end. That never happens. Yeah. What else do we want to talk about? What did you think of the structure of the mission? Because I thought the whole... Let's talk about the mission. 
I thought. I mean, it's just you have to run back up the stairs and do it again if you don't get it in three tries is crap. I think you just blow the horn if they don't get it on the third try. Where you're done. Well, how would you sort out a tie then? Whoever did it faster, whoever failed faster stays. Because the longer it took you to get down the building, then you took longer to fail. (laughs) I thought that was an odd decision. I mean, I thought the mission overall was certainly not my favorite. Yeah. Can you imagine what it was like for these people that, you know, went first or whatever, and then you have to wait around for probably six or seven hours like I have a Basically, feeling that I mean, Kyla and Aza of... went first, and then Aza obviously had her issues, and then it's also, I mean, they ended up getting the last. Like I'm sure that was a significant factor. Yeah, like I can't imagine had... that at all. At least they had two groups go at the same time. The absolute yeah. worst case scenario was that they had in, an individual group. I mean, we're, go yeah, yeah probably fourteen iterations of the same thing. They, they don't typically do that. I mean, they're no. they usually not just one group playing once until we get towards the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, obviously, preferably you, that just wouldn't happen. But yeah, I mean, Tyson said on a lot of interviews, like, nobody does daily challenges like Survivor does. I'm like, well, on Survivor, every challenge, everybody goes at the same time. This isn't, <laughs> it's not Survivor. Well, I mean, Tyson. it's also like, I understand his thing point. trying to do. I mean, you're not repelling on a 22-foot building in Survivor. You're yeah, also not, it, they don't typically do that physical competitions in Survivor, except for the, uh, well, in the individual portion, I should say. Yeah. It just takes longer. And, like, I can it's understand just a why he'd be show. frustrated. I don't, I don't think it's a different thing. No, I don't know. So, like, I don't think the fact that people go all at once makes it more or less difficult to produce a challenge. I don't I don't get how that would factor um, into play. Well, I'm not even talking about production. No. I'm just talking about the amount of time you spend doing it. Like, on Survivor, I would bet they're on yeah, location but I don't think he was for talking that about challenge that. maybe 90 minutes. Maybe. No, most way longer. Weeks, way most, longer. You, no. Yeah, dude, because it's however long the challenge takes... They go out there. They make sure get they they get footage from. They everyone. get their coverage. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if they go to every single person and they make sure that they get something from every single one of them in case they want to use it later on down the line. Sure, but like some of those challenges take ten minutes, and so like I'm sure they spend a little bit of time explaining the rules, bringing them in, making sure they got all the camera shots they needed. Then they draw straws or whatever they do sometimes, and then they get set up and they get ready to go. And then let's say the challenge takes 10 minutes. Well, it probably only takes like another hour to do the other thing. So like I, I'll be generous and say an average survivor challenge probably takes two hours to film. Yeah. A day like this, a day like this probably took eight hours to get through filming between the bus ride there, all the setup, all the, okay, they're done. You guys go up and get harnessed up. Okay, Go. Then you have to wait on somebody to run back up the stairs one time. Which what are they doing forever. while they're all going? They're just sitting there, just standing there. They're just standing there the whole time? I'm not, like, drinking Powerade, at least? I mean, I'm sure they have, like, a catering table where they can go get that stuff, but, like, that's a long-ass day so. to just be standing out in the sun in Argentina. How does that make... I don't care how that makes it more difficult. You're just hooking someone on it and going down. Because there are... Cha- not every single challenge is like this, where... It- they're I know that, repelling but... from a building and taking all day. I mean, the challenge. Really I would say. I would say the average. I would say that. I don't know. Some of the uh, survivor missions are pretty elaborate. And think about it. They're building their own, their own environment for the mission. A lot of the times, too. They they construct it from scratch. Those huge monumental uh, challenges that they have at the, the end of the season, where they're huge structures that people have to climb up on, and once they get to the top, put the puzzle together. There's a lot involved with that. 
I don't know. I think you guys are giving the production crew for the challenge way too much credit. I don't I think, know. And so you mean too much I, will, I will say I'm that it takes. Like, I'm saying it just I, takes I'll, them for I will say, hold forever on. to do it. I think for the Survivor, it probably takes like on average. I bet it takes about three hours. I bet that, that's how long it takes. I think you also have to look at the investment that these two groups have in the production company. Agreed. Yes, and I think and that's the one of the competence that the, we the have largest reasons why. Seen. Like I mean, like, like the Survivor has like the the demo. What do they call the people with the black shirts that run and do the thing for them? The, um, Oh, yeah. I don't know, the demo team or whatever, uh, you know, those people. The dream like, team? Demo the, whatever they call dream them, team. team, sure. They have those people. They have, I mean, you, you saw, like, in Kaurong when, like, Caleb gets evac'd off. And there's just, I mean, a freaking city of people. Like, it looks like the Great to Disney World just opened when yeah. the production group, group comes yeah. out. And the challenge, challenge I mean, you see people in the background. But it never looks like that. It's never, like, it, that, that many people who seem to be involved. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, from Tyson's perspective, like he sees the well-oiled machine that Survivor is, and then he shows up at the challenge, and he's like, "What the hell is this shit?" Yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. That's all I'm saying. Like the average time no, that it would take is they they usually have. Right, let's say there's twelve challenges for this. Okay, out of these twelve, there's probably four of these missions that require safety harnesses and checks and more elaborate stuff and granted a lot of those are usually towards the end of the season so it won't take as long but now this first mission right off the gate is the entire cast i can imagine they were there all day filming that shit and it took forever i I think i think they would have to be there's just there's just so many moving parts and the thing i like with survivor 2 they're they're, they have to walk to the the challenges whereas i mean sometimes they talk about having to drive like three hours to get to the mission yeah so i mean that's why one of the things too that i try to remember not just with the challenge usa cast but like well especially except for maybe amazing race amazing race they were probably like this isn't bad at all what are you guys talking about because those people man they sometimes have like 16 hour filming days where they're you know, jumping off a plane and then they got to drive six hours and they got to go do this and they got to walk here and they got to drive to this place and drive to that place and they got to get their bags and run to the finish line. Like, Amazing Race is probably the longest day you will have on a reality show, whereas Big Brother, you're just in a fucking house all day. All right, cool. Love Island. You're just sitting around drinking for the most part, partying the whole time. Survivor, very much more physically taxing because you're living off the land and doing all that stuff. But there's nothing quite like a challenge day in terms of just its length on a challenge day. Like I've heard that it is a super, super, they'll have some day. survivor. Challenges there's no, there's no way that being on the challenge is more difficult than survivor. There's no way. No, you I'm not saying that. I'm okay. not saying right. that. I don't, I don't get what you're saying. What were you trying to say then? From the perspective of like, environment. like your daily, it's a, different... it's a completely different thing. And it like the speed at which sure. survivor moves in terms of like the official production things they do like their daily challenge the tribal all of that stuff moves a lot more like clockwork because of how many people are involved the elaborate and the fact that they even though they might change the game a little bit every season it's basically the same damn thing every time but they change a lot of stuff in terms of the daily challenges i think they it's do. more so than that it's that the challenge things on the challenge are a much bigger breakup of the day than on survivor i would assume i've never been on that's what i'm trying to I'm, say it's like the amount of time yeah, you spend filming an official challenge activity takes way longer than anything you're going to do on big brother or survivor yeah 
I, okay. I mean, and, and, again, like I've again. Sorry, I'm beating a dead this, horse this now. Seems I feel like, like most people either agree or disagree at this USA. point, which is fine. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't even get what we're talking about. So we're talking about the amount of time that it takes to film an average Is that what? Because I don't care what we're talking about. That's what so we're talking about. So he was speaking of the fact that all these people are complaining about the production on the challenge, saying how it's a mess, all these things are a disaster, yada, yada. I, there's just a lot more opportunity for it to be a disaster when you're filming this challenge for 12 hours versus the two hours you're filming the Survivor one. There's just more room for things to go wrong. That's what I'm trying to it's say. Also I, don't necessarily, I, don't, I don't think day. that's true. Just because, just because it's longer doesn't mean there's more of an opportunity because you're doing the same yes, shit over and over and over. Well, see, here's no. the thing. No way! Yes. If you have everyone go at once, think about it. It's a completely uncontrolled environment. Whereas if you have like one per, like one team do the same thing over and over and over, it's a much more controlled environment. But how boring is it agree. if you're the first team that goes and you have to sit around for eight more hours while these other Jamokes go? I mean, like the hardest. That doesn't make it more difficult. I think like mentally hardest... it does. Yeah, because like I think, think about like... all that idle time that you're just wasting, just sitting there waiting to film a confessional and get back on the bus. We're not talking. We're talking about is it, it's more difficult from the production perspective to put it. Or uh, no, we're not talking about that because I thought no. all we were talking about is what takes more time, right? That's all we're talking about, right? No, we're not talking about that. What he's talking about is that all these people have complained about the production on the channel. Yes, that's been. A, we're not breaking news with that. But I, what I mean by that is, we, look, we obviously, we complain about production on the channel all the time. That's not a new thing. But, like, Tyson and these other prominent cast members have all said that production on the channel, like, the production on their own shows was bad. The production team on the channel did an awful job with the missions. They've all complained about that. Said their own show did way better missions. The missions on the challenge are, I'm not trying to excuse them of this. I think a lot of this is their own doing. It's just a bigger ordeal than on these other shows. They go yes. Survivor, they go for two or three hours on the challenge, and they go back to their beach, and then they go chill for another three hours. On the challenge, they're there for the whole day. And it's a long-ass day. I, That's I all I I'm saying. So. I don't think so. Well, what do you like, disagree it, with I, in that assessment? That, that it's more difficult for them to put on. I think you don't under, like really I'm not understand how to put much on. time. No, no, no. It takes I'm not to saying put... that a challenge on the challenge is more difficult to put on. What I'm saying what is it's a then? more longer, grueling day. They just fucking sat just... on their asses and watched people come down from a building. That's all <laughs> they did. They just watched people fucking come down. Shut the fuck. There's no way. Just watch them yeah. come. I, I mean, I could do that all day. I could do that okay. all, you know, like just just shoot the shit, you and me, right there. Like, come on, guys, don't 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 try and like. But when you compare, it no to way. what you have played before, like with the, what I'm saying is, is when you compare it to what some of these people have played before, how much like clockwork Survivor works because they have a freaking army. The challenge doesn't have an army. They do different types of challenges, completely different. We need to I mean, talk about it's a else. completely different animal. That is the point I'm trying to make. And if you don't, if you don't agree, I'm fine with that. Like it's cool. I'm just saying from no, my I agree with you point, that it's a. Com- we we keep like shifting around what we're talking about. Is it completely different? Yeah, it's definitely completely different. I agree with that. Like I'm, I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to dispute that. Is yeah. it more the, or? Go ahead. I think it's harder for go the ahead. cast. And it's hard when you come from Big Brother or Survivor where your official obligations on the show in terms of what you have to show up for officially. So like a day that you do a reward challenge, you might have 30 minutes of confessionals in the jungle that a production person pulls you aside for maybe another half hour later in the day. And then the actual challenge itself takes, I'll be generous and say three hours. So out of a 24 hour day, 
you have five hours that you are absolutely obligated to be on set, going crazy, and we've lost Rob. Hopefully he comes back here in a minute. We'll keep going. Fucking damn. (laughs) So I am going to kill Rob. So like in in the span of that, you have five hours where they have to be like somewhere present, fully engaged, all of that stuff. Compared to a day like they probably had on this first challenge where they were probably on the set for eight to ten hours. Then they also had to film confessionals. So, like, compared to the workload, like, the conditions at Survivor are definitely way worse. But the gruelingness of, like, hey, you can't go wander off to a shopping mall for the next 30 minutes while we set up this next shot. Like, you just got to sit here. Hey, here's the little tent. Go get some shade. Like, that from a mental standpoint, if you're a Tyson who's played Survivor four times, is used to clockwork, and then you go on challenge time, that is a that is a reason for him to be frustrated and complaining and it's it to me it's partially fair from his perspective but it's also unfair to the challenge producers because it's just a completely different game it's a completely different setup and yeah compared to the challenge survivors producers are better they just are because they 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 just are but it's a different game All right, so I think I think you're talking about a few different things, right? So I don't think when Ty, Tyson made those comments, I don't think he's talking about the perceived difficulty of survivor challenges versus the challenge challenges, right? What okay. happened to Rob? His wow. phone overheated in his house. Dude, he's tell him he's off the show. Tell him he's kicked off. <laughs> Text him that right he's now. Been I'm voted done. off. Jeff Probst just snuffed I'm his that. torch. He's been voted off the fucking island, dude. He's been voted off. <laughs> Tell him he's been watching too much porn. I played time. an immunity idol, and then Devin had an advantage, and, Dev- and Rob went home. All right. Well, what are, let's talk <laughs> he about said the- Devin got too angry, and my phone overheated. <laughs> let's talk about the elimination. Yep, and then we could wrap. And then this I think up, probably. Yeah, then we're pretty much good. The elimination. I at least liked. I, I like the fact that they picked out an elimination that is one of the better eliminations they do. This works. Mm-hmm. People enjoy watching it. It's easy to follow what's going all along. Both teams are going at once, so you're competing against each other. It's, well, I mean, I, I guess most eliminations work that way. Mm-hmm. But we've seen we've seen this a bunch of times. I saw that they were going to do this, and I'm like, great. I, I think people that are new to the show will also enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Justin Booth, for those of you that didn't see the interview with Justin Booth about Challenge USA, it seems like most of the eliminations are going to be classic challenge eliminations. There's going to be a pole wrestle. There's going to be a hall brawl. That, to me, leads me to believe maybe we're going to get a balls in, too. So the fact that it's a good way to mesh those two cultures, okay? We've got the cast of all these CBS people. We're bringing them to the challenge. We're going to do classic challenge eliminations. If you've never seen the challenge before, you are seeing the best of the best of the eliminations that we've done in the past. And I like that. Rob's back and he's sideways, but he's back. I almost went sideways. I wish you would have just stayed off because it's going to make this a bitch to edit now. (laughs) Don't hang up because it's just going to make it worse. (laughs) You could have told me that. I I should have. We're just going to leave you sideways. That's your penance. No, no, you gotta flip it. Fix it. You want people to watch? I I tried flipping it. There we go, Rob. You did it. 
10 foot. It wouldn't be a but, new... So I'm vertical It now? wouldn't be a Challenge Chronicles episode where we cover a new topic right. without technical difficulties. For those of you that have never seen us before, whenever we do something new, it blows up somehow the first time. So this is just normal. I mean, my phone just overheated, by the way. For the school, Which uh, I'm still questioning how that's possible in your own home for I the don't first get part. It, like, are you, like, on top of a furnace? Like... I just assumed everyone's phone. No, no. you're the only weeks. person this kind of stuff happens to. Too much porn, Rob. Too much porn. You gotta, you gotta cut that <laughs> out. Don't, don't sully, sully the airwaves. This is why I carry again. Again, this is why I carry a map on me because my phone dies and I have my map. You're still defending the Atlas joke way too hard, man. It's just a joke. Can you take it it's very not, personal? It's not a joke. I can show you my map of Virginia in my Good. car right now. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I did. I did want to comment though that I don't know if, you, if we just finished the finished. The yeah, we need to just on. move on from that. We're good. We're not bringing that up. I don't even get. I don't even. I don't even get like the basis of what we're talking about is because we we I I tried to get us to tease that out and then it changed. I feel like three times down the road. No, the point was just that. I mean, okay, if you're in, what are you more likely to complain about, Devin? A 10-hour meeting or a two-hour meeting? I don't think, so this is what I was telling Trace before. I don't think when Tyson is complaining about the challenge missions, I don't think he's talking about standing around and having to wait for stuff and the participating in them is more difficult. I don't think that's what he's talking about. I think what he's talking about is that shit breaks People don't know what they're doing, and chaos ensues. Right, Rules are which, unclear. No, which, which are right are very evident happens on the show. I agree with. So if that's what we're talking about, I completely agree. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, we can move on. Not okay. really, but right. like it, no. But what are we talking about? No, we can move on. What you are giving, what you just did, was the counterpoint to my argument for why he might be saying okay. the things he's saying. I was giving my opinion on what I okay. think he was meaning, and you provided a very succinct counterpoint there. So, so there we go. All right, so if that's what we're talking about. We're talking about why Tyson said what he said. And other members of the right? cast, because they all complained, Correct, apparently. yes. They've all complained, yeah. Yeah. So that's where that I, came I mean, from. I, th- I think that both, both positions are very reasonable. We, we, we know for absolute certain that rules are unclear things break when we just saw in the all-stars the, final the like, rules thing one, one thing about the yeah rules. it happens all the time so one thing about the rule i could i could see that being a big issue right the, the rules aspect of it because for people these are all new players right no one has mm-hmm. ever been on the challenge yeah. before mm-hmm. and from what we know when you go on the show and when you are about to participate in a mission, the amount of time that people stand there and ask questions to TJ about what the rules are, how things work, is quite extensive. And if you're someone that's new to the show, you may not know to do that in the same level of detail as a veteran who's been on X number of seasons. You may not know the questions you need to ask. Yes. You may think, oh, something is obvious when it's not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For sure. And I think the other piece of that could be... Oh, I lost it. Forget it. <laughs> All right. I don't even want to do power uh, rankings. We, we can. We can. <laughs> I don't even well, know where to start with these power rankings yet. I think we need to wait a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have them. We'll give it a I couple weeks. I mean, do, we, we, we'll do we, we, we all have the same number one for men and women, correct? No, probably not. Uh, Who's your... I wouldn't have Tyson number one. Dude, I don't know. I have. Well, we all know he's hated the show. It's a big clue that he's not going to win. Who do you think? Who would you have number one then? I'd probably have Xavier number 
he seems very well rounded. Has a lot of connections in the house. Has this whole Big Brother group thing. I think that's a good thing. It's just it'd be, that's a good thing. Ha, has the look of a winner. He already won. He already won a show once. Yeah, I yeah. would say. So I could I could go with that too. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I like a strong smile in my winners. He has that going for him. <laughs> okay. For the uh, women, who would you go with? Um, I think Angela's a fair choice on that. I, that's who I went um, with too. Yeah. So maybe we all agree on she, that. She's a she's a very I don't know if I'd say polarizing as a character, but she definitely has a lot of people who say she was much more in the background in her Big Brother season, which I actually could play in her advantage in a format like this. Yeah. Now she looked like the one that really had a grasp of the game and then she also competed well yeah. in this challenge, which bodes well for her. So with some of the yeah. Jamokes on this cast, because there are some Jamokes here. I mean, they're entertaining, but they're, Love Island ain't getting shit on this. Can we all agree on that? Like, Love Island's at, like, the bottom of the yeah, what's the, what are we? What are the odds for Love Island to cast number oh, one? Oh, God. They're high. Who are... Final question. Who is your favorite character that you didn't know about before? That you weren't familiar with? You, you hadn't seen them on mm. a previous episode of a show? I don't know that I have enough off this episode to... Make, make, just, just, make, that's make, what I'm saying. Just after one episode, who Shannon. That, that's mine too. Shannon St. Clair. I mean, with a bullet. Uh, I could roll with that. Yeah. yeah. Like I had no idea who she was, and I now want to see more of her because it, she was She's a good great. character. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. I, I can see. I can see Desi winning too. By the way. Yeah, we'll she's see. good. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, maybe it's just the Miss Virginia ties for me that really hit home, but I, I could see it. Yeah, I, I, if I had to guess right now, based on some of the messiness of this cast, I think, I think Amazing Race, except for Leo. I don't think Leo's got a shot at this. I what? think I thought he seemed all right. He's okay, but like if you watched his Amazing Race seasons, there's a reason he lost multiple times. Yeah, he, you he, you know way more about him than I do. Yeah, like there's he's going to make a really really dumb decision and that one really dumb decision is going to cost him the whole game like no question that's just who he was on amazing race and the other thing with amazing race too is is you can have a bad leg and still not be near the bottom like you can kind of hover in that fourth place range for a long time as a shitty team um whereas on the challenge you have a bad day you might be going home there's a big difference so um, you can just get thrown but I think game. James, even though he's not going to be a strong like one-on-one player, I think from a political standpoint, he's got a great shot to make it. And if he gets there, he's got a good shot to win it. And so I feel like he's in a good spot. I also feel like Kayla from Amazing Race is in a really good spot. Like It seemed like she was mixing well, and she was also very aware of the situation she was in. So like I think there's going to be a few surprises in terms of how some people play out this season. So I'm looking forward to it. Granted, the bar for me on this show was pretty low. Like It was way down there. But it's not like they barely cleared the bar. Like They actually went a lot higher over the bar than I ever expected them to with this. So all in all, good to very good first episode. It wasn't blow away amazing. It definitely wasn't spies, lies, and allies drizzling shits level. This was a really good, solid episode, and I'm anxious to see where it goes. I'm of the same mind. My opinion of this episode was pretty much the same opinion that TJ had of their performance in this mission, right? Mm -hmm. They went way over the bar, which was pretty close to the bottom and about as low as it can get. So... I mean, I had higher hopes for this going into it than you guys did. I, I thought they did a good job, but I, 
I, I hope there's some more fireworks to come. I mean, I guess I did say last week, right, that I, I did think it could be good. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I I think we will. I what think we the know hardest about... for me for this show is just going to be like getting the explosive matchups and the the just the big character storylines that we, we were used to on the main shows. I think like you're not going to get Darrell versus Jordan on this show. Like that's that's hard to pull off. Something that we champion for all the time, and I feel like this experiment kind of validates that to, to some degree is that everything stayed the same here. Production's the same. Format is a format that they would normally do. The one thing that's different is the fucking cast. The cast matters. That's the number one thing. If the cast is broken, the show is broken. This cast, from what we've seen to this point, is not broken. So there is an opportunity for success. Yep. I would say the format's a decent jump up, though, from the main show of the past couple of seasons. Like, yeah. Because the whole thing with the format is just it can't be broken. And Correct. the format the past couple of seasons has been broken. Yes. Yep. I, I agree with that. I... It just shows you, so... for casting the main show, open up your checkbook... And spend a little bit more money on the cast, save a little money on some explosions, and you're going to be in a better place. And I have high hopes for season 38's cast. We won't talk about spoilers. We don't really look at spoilers. I look at cast spoilers and nothing else. I don't look at who gets eliminated, who wins, any of that crap. I have a little more hope for season 38 than I've had in a long time. So, we'll see what happens. If you are... So we will probably do, I think we'll probably do that just from a timing perspective. It makes sense. Next week, we'll, we will probably do an update on the season 38 cast because there have been a lot of changes that have happened since the initial time when we discussed it. If you would like to listen to that episode, you can become a patron. Like I said, at the top of the episode, $4 a month, you know, go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles, get a bonus episode per week, help us out. You know, I had, $61,000 in Voyager, which could potentially be zero. So, you know, could use some cash. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> talk to you next week. Bye.